0: Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a wisdom Wednesday with Andrew Brandt, as always, talking about the Sports Business Hall of Fame. Can't wait to dive in there. Plus, we got the franchise tag deadline tomorrow, and like nobody's talking about it. What's what's going on? We'll talk with Andrew Brandt momentarily. Big Wednesday here at the RT Media Podcast Factory. We will, later on in the Fantasy Feast, name three more best ball contestants. These are people that either became patrons or took advantage of a couple of our sponsors or just did the Warby Parker home try-on for free, and boom, they are going to go toe-to-toe with me and Joe on the DraftKings best ball draft. We are presented by DraftKings. We'll have a Spread the Word winner a sponsor confirmation email winner, and a YouTube shout-out. All of those tomorrow. Get in on it. Speaking of shout-outs, today's patron of the day, Giancarlo Libertino. That's a great name, Giancarlo. Giancarlo Libertino. He is the patron of the day. Patreon.com slash RT Media. Big Show time. The Big Show. All right. We talk to him not every week, But almost every week, and even if he's not here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, every week he is doing a new episode of the Business of Sports Podcast. Now, Andrew, truth be told, I did not get a chance to listen to it yet, but I did read your story over at Sports Illustrated MMQB about the Sports Business Hall of Fame. You have been tweeting about this. And talking about this for years, and you finally did. Andrew, of course, if you're new, long time NFL executive, long time agent. Now he's got a bunch of different gigs. He writes MMQB, and he advises for Gary V and Vayner Sports, and he heads up the Sports Law Institute over at Villanova. But he also just created, for the first time ever, the Sports Business Hall of Fame. I love it, Andrew. They even had good graphics for you and everything.
2: Good morning, Ross. Yeah, good to be with you. I got the hat on today at Haircut Day, so I don't want to freak out your viewers with my hair right now. Um, Something I've been been tweeting about this forever for people who follow me and uh, when these contracts come out for players that haven't really achieved levels of success on the field that they have off the field in my world, So the sports illustrated editors said, you know, in the slow time of year in July, why don't you do this? Why don't you put together a business sports hall of fame? And we'll do some graphics, as you mentioned, about who's going to be the, the, the headliner. And I think we all know, spoiler alert, it's Sam Bradford. I just looked at it and, you know, the sports illustrated editors made some cuts. So I came in with like 20 something names and they said, no, we got to get it down to 12. So without teasing too much, Uh, Eight quarterbacks, four non-quarterbacks, 12 new inductees into the Andrew Brandt Business Hall of Fame. I'll do it again next year. And I want people to sort of look at it. Let me know. And as you mentioned, it was a nice opportunity to do a companion podcast where this was kind of a nice merging of some of the media I do where I could do a podcast about the column, a column with the podcast. So I went through it. You'll hear it with all the guys. And I talked about some of the honorable mentions that just missed the cut. Um, So it's it's an interesting list. And it was was kind of a labor of love. And I think it's doing well out there on the interwebs. People should check out the podcast.
0: So my one question, because I want people to check out the podcast as well and listen to your logic and going through the guys and all that stuff. Is this a list that you want to be on or that you don't want to be on, Mm -hmm.
2: Andrew? From a football point of view, you probably don't. Um, And some of the guys that missed the cut, Ross, were tough because the two mats. Okay, let's talk about two honorable mentions. The two mats, Ryan and Stafford, are going to go down, I think, in the top five earners in the history of the NFL. Are they overpaid? I don't know. You know, they've done really well in the NFL. They probably are top 10, 12, 15 quarterbacks. But, you know, there's a tough thing. So they probably don't mind being on the list. Uh, They've achieved the level of success. So we kind of looked for under that where they've had not that much success. And then you have the bust category headlined by Jamarcus Russell and Brock Osweiler. But uh, you probably don't want to be on it. But you look back at names, a couple of giveaways like Larry Fitzgerald and Darrell Revis, yeah, I'm sure they're happy to be on it.
0: It's a good point, really good point. I got to tell you, um, some of the guys on there, it, like, bothers me. Like <laughs> Chase, Chase Daniel bothers me because um, I just played so much more than he did. And it's crazy how much more money he's made. And look, I'm not like – I mean, I guess I am jealous if I'm being honest. Like I, I, I wish I made half. I, I'd be crying tears of joy if I made half what Chase Daniel made and he didn't play half as much as I did. And the thing that really bothers me, Andrew, he didn't have any injuries or anything. Like <laughs> like it, it shouldn't count if, unless you get hurt. Like that's what the sport's about.
2: Yeah, one way to make the Business Sports Hall of Fame is be a backup quarterback that Chase Daniel is the poster child for being the perfect backup to mentor other quarterbacks. And here's something that people don't realize about backup quarterbacks. And I represented Matt Hasselbeck and got to know a lot of backups like Doug Peterson, of course, Aaron Rodgers. They serve the starter. Okay, people talk about well, they're going to get in the game, they got to be ready. No, they serve the starter. What if they want to get him coffee, if they want to get him donuts, if they want to stay up late with him watching film, they do it. And my intel is that no one, no one has done this better than Chase Daniel. So, that is a value. Teams want that. When I represented Hasselback at the end of his career, I wasn't working with him, but we obviously talk all the time. He had all these teams interested because he can serve the quarterbacks well. Chase Daniels won. Uh, Nick Foles is on the list. Um, Alex Smith is on the list. You know, these are quarterbacks that just find their way. And, of course, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick signed all these deals to be a backup and proved himself to be a starter. So this is how you make it in the league. So Sam Bradford's the headliner, but Chase Daniel's right behind him. Five starts, Ross. Five starts, forty million. I know Funny about-
0: because, like Fitzpatrick, like I feel like he's earned every penny, you know, <laughs> whereas Chase Daniel it's like, eh, I yeah, I don't know. He's still you
2: know, for the chargers with Herbert right now.
0: It's crazy. Uh, the other thing that's crazy, Andrew, is the franchise tag deadline is tomorrow. And I think it may be the quietest franchise tag deadline I can ever remember. Why?
2: I don't know. I just think, you know, I guess an easy excuse is COVID and a uncertain cap, uh, not only this year but next year. This year, of course. But they're already counting that money. I just think in terms of putting forth these huge contracts – and and back to my list, you have the Kirk Cousins. I'm giving away the names, but you have Kirk Cousins and Tremaine Johnson on it. And they, more than the teams, decided to play out tags two years in a row for each of them. That made it a great financial decisions leading to free agency. So I think it's partly the teams, but we don't you know don't discount the fact it's coming from the player side too. Um, about what to do because financially it's been rewarding to play off these tags and for the teams, you know, my, my saying, Ross, teams would rather rent or or date than marry uh, because you know, why sock in all that guaranteed money if you just have them for the year and you can rent them. So we'll see. I mean, a uh, full disclosure, I um, have some, you know, dealings with the re- agents for Allen Robinson. Uh, I'm not going to share what we're talking about, but um, You know, that situation's going on. And, you know, probably the likelihood of all these guys is not to do something.
0: You know, it's so unique with the cap going down. I guess on some level, I understand why it's hard to get a long term deal done. On another level, though, it would seem like this year more than any other, the teams will want to get a long term deal done to not have these big one year cap numbers. With the cap having yeah. gone down.
2: I think they've gotten through it. You know, these teams that are carrying these the Allen Robinson, the, all these, these these numbers, they're there. You know, they, they've accounted for it. So the time to make that decision was February. And now they'll deal with it. I don't even know, Ross, how many of these guys we have. It's been a while since I looked. But I guess I'm predicting, you know, no deals. You know, so I think that's where we are. You're right. It used to be a much bigger deal, but not anymore. A lot of uh teams just holding their powder in this down cap year.
0: You know, the one in particular situation I did want to ask you about was Marcus May with the Jets because that's the only one where we've gotten any hints of discontent Uh, You know, Ian Rappaport had multiple tweets yesterday about it's gotten contentious. That's the only one where you really heard that, Andrew.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes the franchise tag gets to a point where it's just a complete difference of opinion on value. Um, Yeah, and it can get rough. So you're looking at that as, okay, we're going to date one year and then we'll go our separate ways. And that's where we are. You know, the business of football gets tough. It gets emotional, it gets raw. I'm sensing from what you're talking about that Marcus may is just pissed (laughs) at what they see his value, but that happens. I've been there.
0: Yeah. And I think it's interesting, you know, pretty clearly the agent, you know, was frustrated and talked to Rappaport about that. Um, your thoughts on that as a strategy?
2: Yeah, media is everywhere. Um, I just think we're in a different age now. I mean, I, there's so much media, and so much spinning that I don't think people make too much of it. And I will say this, even back in the day when I was running a team's finance, yeah, I didn't care. You know, if, if an agent wants to play the media, it's not gonna change things. It may in fact hurt things with us, the team. Um, But you can't control that. I mean, uh, agents are going to vent. I I just, the one advice I always give to agents is that, like you write an angry email, you know, or send an angry text, just before you talk to that reporter, just let it sit, you know, let it sit. Don't go off the handle right away.
0: Last thing I wanted to ask you about, Andrew Um, you're always all over not only the business of sports, but anything dealing with legal. You know, anything with lawsuits, and um, I haven't been following it that closely, but evidently Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Rams, had a pretty major loss in his court case against the city of St. Louis. Uh, what, what do you know about that? What can you tell us about that? And what does it mean, if anything, moving forward?
2: It's been a long-running long, long running lawsuit by the city of St. Louis against the NFL and Kroenke Uh, The primary legal argument is fraud. They fraudulently put together a a scheme to move the team to LA, didn't didn't give St. Louis a chance. Uh, St. Louis abided by the guidelines set by the NFL towards keeping the team with all the stadium proposals they had with the relocation to another site. Everything was there. Now here's the problem for the NFL. In the latest development in the court case, they are going to unseal some confidential testimony, not testimony, information, evidence, which goes into finance. So the finances of Roger Goodell and five owners, which include Cronkie, Robert Kraft, John Mayer and a couple others, Jerry Richardson. Um, nobody likes that out there. You know, they remember all the CBA stuff, Ross, show us your books. And the owners would never, ever show the union the books. Well, here it is. So the point we're at now is the claim is moving forward against the NFL and the discovery of evidence is out there. They want the the judge has ordered financial information released on these owners. That's a problem. Will it lead to settlement talks? Perhaps. Will the NFL will try to delay, delay, delay. But this is a problem for the NFL. And the last thing is, Ross, at that Super Bowl press conference, whatever year that was, 2014 or 15. Where Roger Goodell was asked about Stan Kroenke buying a parcel of land in L.A., you know his answer was, "Yeah, he's a billionaire; he buys land everywhere." You know that struck me right there. Like, no, there's more to it than that. And it's interesting because that's a lot of basis for the suit that he didn't buy that land because he's a billionaire and buys land everywhere. He bought the land to move the team there. So this is an interesting one to follow. The NFL has some has some worry here check him
0: out on social media at andrew brant he's phenomenal check out the business of sports podcast where andrew goes through the methodology and all of the guys that are in the business hall of fame that is going to be an interesting listen i'm going to listen to that one early saturday morning andrew thank you so much as always
2: thanks ross talk soon
0: there he is, Andrew Brant. and Check out his Sunday 7 newsletter as well. You know what else you should check out? HelloFresh. Oh my gosh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh To make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. There's a reason why it's America's number one meal kit. Here's the deal. It's 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store. And 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal. Without sacrificing the quality. Look, my wife works full time. Uh, We have a nanny that helps prepare The meals for the girls and me sometimes. These meals are delicious. My wife loves them. She loves them. And she's pretty picky about stuff like that. You really need to give this a shot. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14Tucker and use code 14Tucker for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh.com slash 14 Fourteen Tucker and use code fourteen Tucker for fourteen free meals plus free shipping.
1: Tuckstakes. Morning Ross. Well, uh, let's continue on the topic of the Rams since they are in the news for multiple reasons. First, uh, any follow-up thoughts after you and Andrew were talking about the court case they lost in St. Louis, and then let's get to the new uniforms.
0: Well. Yeah,
1: the first thing
0: is, it sure seems like the NFL, I don't know if it's arrogance or I I don't know what you would call it, but they sure have a lot of confidence when it comes to any type of lawsuit or legal dealing. It's almost like the NCAA with the name, image, and likeness, it's like... They just kept thinking, delay, delay, and eventually it'll go our way. That's not what happened. We'll see what happens in St. Louis, but doesn't look good for the Rams uh, right now and Stan Kroenke. So they're going to end up having to pay off the city of St. Louis. Uh, I, I think they're going to have to settle because the NFL and the other owners, they do not want their books to be out in the public at all. Uh, I, I know that much. And so they will make, I think, Stan Kroenke find a way to make this go away. If anything, probably just cost Stan Kroenke a bunch more money uh, than, rather than if he had tried to settle before this ruling came out. As for the new uniforms, honestly, Bri, I'm to the point now, I need like to have Damoshek come on the show and or to have like someone – online, I'm sure it exists, post all of the uniforms, including the alternates for every team. Cause I like, there's so many alternate uniforms. I feel like the Rams come out with new uniforms every year. Like I can't keep track of it all. I, I really don't even know. I mean, the ones I saw on social media yesterday, they look pretty good. By the way, social media, I'm at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We are at Ross Tucker pod really love when you guys follow us and really love when you engage with any of the posts about the shows in any way. That's how you can be tomorrow's spread the word winner via social media. If you do that, it's really easy, but I just don't, I mean, I saw the uniforms, they look nice. Okay. But that's about all I, you know, I'm all, I've almost lost track at this point.
1: Tuck takes We don't often mention assistant coaches on here on the show but a longtime zone blocking guru Alex Gibbs passed away at the age of 80.
0: Right. So, he is widely credited with being either the founder or the guru or whatever of the Denver Broncos wide zone outside zone scheme that enabled Terrell Davis to have so much success in the mid-90s, enabled the Broncos to win those back-to-back Super Bowls, a big reason why Kyle Shan- or Mike Shanahan had so much success. Kyle Shanahan runs the same thing. There are other teams as well. If you remember, this is years ago now, Bri, but we had one of my former teammates, Trey Teague, came on the show. And Trey – played in Denver for four years before coming over to Buffalo and we played together there for a couple years and I said to him why was Denver so successful and if you remember he leaned into the microphone and said Alex Gibbs like this is the guy and I think uh, it's good when people acknowledge the impact of some of these assistant coaches because it is significant
2: Tuck takes.
1: You and Andrew talked about the franchise tag deadline. Uh, I know you have an additional thoughts regarding the contentious negotiations between Marcus May and the Jets.
0: The only thought, Brian, well, two things. One is Marcus May doesn't, just, doesn't want to plan a one-year deal. He wants a long-term deal and the guaranteed money that comes with it. And so he's frustrated. Some guys have learned to love or at least live with the franchise tag others they don't like having the injury risk hanging over them and they want the guaranteed dollars that come with a long term deal so that's the frustration for him as a player and then I just thought it was interesting like Ian Rappaport had the tweet and he really went into the financial information and it was like per my source like at that point when you're that specific with the contract negotiations, you might as well just say the agent's name, right? Like it's so obvious it's the agent. Just say the agent's name. And by the way, he mentioned how before free agency started, before he was franchise tagged, they had deep offers on the table from multiple teams for more average per year. Well, now you're, now you're just basically blatantly admitting that teams are Going ahead and tampering. So, like, what are you doing there, agent? I mean, that's not good. You're, you're you know, now they can come to you and say, oh, really? Well, what teams was it that offered Marcus this deal before he was even a free agent, before he was even franchise tagged? So, I don't get it. Before we get to uh, Bry, an email question, just wanted to mention hey, whether it's Hello Fresh or Raycon or the Warby Parker home try on or DraftKings. You guys send me anything. I still need to pick three people to be in the best ball draft against me and Joe, the DraftKings best ball draft against me and Joe for this afternoon show, and then three more next week. So I'm naming six people in the next seven days. You can be it. It's very easy. Just take advantage of any sponsor. Email me, Ross, at RossTucker.com, and say, I want in against you and Joe in the best ball draft. Let's get to an email, Bri. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Email address, ross at rosstucker.com. You know the drill. Send me an email. I love them. I try to get to one a show. If you take advantage of any of our sponsors, I guarantee I read and respond to your question on the show. Any question you could ever possibly have. What do you got, Brian?
1: Well, uh, certain teams have boring drafts. Teams like Green Bay, Baltimore, Seattle, New England, and Pittsburgh rarely make splashy moves and often trade down. The opposite of teams like the Rams and, until recently, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, these boring teams have long-term sustained success, winning 10 or so games year after year. But they draw the ire of the players and press for not swinging for the fences or drafting for need. So, which philosophy do you prefer Which better fits today's NFL? That is from J.D. in Philadelphia. Good question,
0: J.D. Um, You know, the first thing I would say about the teams that you mentioned that sustained success, Green Bay, Baltimore, Seattle, New England, and Pittsburgh, you know, I I guess with the possible exception of Baltimore, those other four have had – a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback for 10 years. Packers with Rodgers, Seahawks with Russell Wilson, Patriots with Brady, and then they lose Brady, and it was not sustained success last year. And the Steelers with Big Ben. And even Baltimore had Flacco for a while, who's playing at a high level, then a couple of bad years, then now they got Lamar Jackson. So I think the quarterback has a lot to do with it. Whereas the Rams, by the way, the Rams have had pretty sustained success the last four or five years. Rams have been pretty good, man. Check the Rams record. The Rams playoff burst. They've been pretty good. And Philadelphia, you know, went to the playoffs three straight years. Uh, and last year was the first year they were down. In part because their quarterback played terribly. So um, I understand your question, though. I think... You always want to be able to draft the best player available and be in a position where you're not drafting for need. But clearly, Brady was frustrated that New England wasn't more aggressive. Russell Wilson's frustrated about Seattle. Aaron Rodgers frustrated about Green Bay. So these are guys that are frustrated by these teams not being more aggressive. So I think there's probably a combination of both. There's probably a happy medium. Good question, JD. Really like it. Really like our I think we're done here patrons. They pay 100 bucks a month and they get a shout out for their business at the end of every show. Pizza Boy Brewing. I might be there tomorrow. Sport hint, hint. Sporter Culture. Vision Comics with an X. HumanHeadNYC.com. I think we're done here. with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires twenty five times playthrough and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.